Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Mornings on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah. 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 We're going to have a good day, baby. Ew, I just cringely said baby like that. It's Mraz, it's Bogish, it's the DA show on CBS Sports Radio. The Kraken has been released. It's a Target demo Friday. Thanks to DA show quotes, who's putting in more work today and week than Cap. Remember, audio only, no stream. He's put together a Target demo meme that is Cap-worthy, Bogues. We got all of us in baby diapers. We got the nugget hot thing, the, the heat and the, the nuggets up yeah. there. <sighs> I don't want to say it out loud. Usually you're the one to do things like this, but... Better than Cap? Not better than Cap, but is what Cap does... Impressive? Not as hard as we think it is. Yeah, like if we put our mind to it, we're able to do it. Now, I'll never put my mind to it. Correct. Um, Do you have a mind to put to it? No. Yeah. No, matter of fact, I was just putting goldfish in shapes here. Yep, exactly Um, my point. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> simple man very simple man uh but it's out, out there at Moran cbs at andrew bogus <laughs> i also just noticed how baby cap I, I don't know lovingly protectively has his right baby arm on your shoulder i don't know if that's a loving thing <laughs> if he's holding you back like if something's coming if something bad's coming he's like be careful sean but I just noticed that. And the most odd thing is that if you took the glasses off Pete, he would look like an actual Pete. I, mean, I was just say that might be a re- that might be Pete. The rest of it is <laughs> heads on bodies. That might be Pete. And it's the best Pete picture because it looks like the Pete picture where he's wearing the fake nose with the glasses. <laughs> <laughs> so that if, just go to the apparatus CBS at Andrew Bogish because there was a picture that surfaced a few weeks ago that a listener brought up and I hadn't realized they brought up. When Pete wears his glasses, for some reason his nose looks a shade lighter than the rest of him, and it looks like the fake nose glass set you'd buy at like a cheap dollar store or something. He looked like Bobby Valentine just getting tossed from a game, <laughs> hanging out in the dugout tunnel. <laughs> so that's on there. That your target. I'm gonna lose it. Target demo meme. Uh, there. Tweet at us how you're listening, where you're listening, what you got planned for the weekend. Of course, we've been recapping Game One NBA Finals, a 104-93 win in which the Heat take two trips to the line. Uh, game's over by 10.45 Eastern, and Nikola Jokic becomes just the second player ever to record a triple-double in their NBA Finals debut, the other being Jason Kidd. Um, and away we go. So we will continue to touch on that game if you have any thoughts on it. Uh, Bogus and I kind of in lockstep. Not kind of. We are in lockstep. We don't want to be the guys that just do overreact to one game, but this does feel like a Nuggets in five scenario. We'll respect the Heat enough to give them a game at home. But this series, in many ways, I think will resemble... How about this one for a throwback series? Sixers-Lakers, the Allen Iverson mm. series, where I, I understand the step-over is a huge deal. 
And it doesn't matter in which order they come in. But I think, you know, you'll get one game. Butler will kind of be the star like Iverson was. But the Lakers will just be overwhelmingly too much for that team. Yeah. And, I, and the Nuggets will be that team. And the Sixers won game one of that series, they right? Did. And the Lakers rolled. They did. So it's not identical, but you know what I mean. Oh, and Miami, oddly, I read this morning, had lost game one all three times they won the finals with LeBron and company. Oh, really? So, like, you know, the franchise isn't bothered by being down 1-0, but losing those game ones were mostly a surprise or like in, in tight series with the Spurs and whatnot. So, but this last night, there's just, yeah. there's too many things to look at and realize that they can't yeah. really be changed or fought off by Miami to really have them last long in this series. And we led the show with this, but it also should be noted. I, I think simply walking away from last night saying, well, look, it was one game, heat getting adjusted to the thin air, and they were exhausted because they just played a seven-game series. Like, that is the very easy thing to say and the thing that we questioned early. I mean, also, the Nuggets simply just the best team. Now, I know they had the fourth best record in the NBA, but they were the best team in the West. And we were reminded again when everybody wants to pound the table for play in tournaments and look at the heat, you know, coming off of that. The NBA, more than any other sport in America or North America, if you include Canada here, Chalk oftentimes will always win and hoist that trophy. The regular season, for all we make of load management and everything else, usually, usually is a pretty good tell on who will be the champion. And that is not always the case. Now, the NFL, and I think it happens more often in the NFL than we give it credit for because we scream about parity in the NFL. But nonetheless, generally speaking, one of the, you know, top five records in the NBA every year is going to win the NBA Finals. Which is why Miami being in the finals as a eight seed slash seven seed hasn't really never happened before because the 99 Knicks in a strike-shortened season is a weird comparison. But yeah. there's a reason why the number is so low. It's because of what you just said. The best teams over seven games usually move on because... In hockey, where it's a little bit different, it's because a goaltender can make a difference in a series. And there is not a singular position like that in the NBA that allows you to kind of negate the disadvantages that you're facing. And I just, and I know that that the Heat should have lost to the Bucs. They should have lost to the Celtics, and they didn't. And that probably is why I'm not saying Nuggets sweep. Like that, yeah. like the no, benefit you respect is them at home. I can give them one. I can maybe even give them two to get back to a game six in Miami. But like we saw last night, you, you can't play a better game than Jokic played in terms of impacting the flow of everything. Correct. He took one shot in the first quarter because he didn't need to because Aaron Gordon in particular was unconscious. He took three first half shots because he didn't have to because also Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. scored. So he went to halftime with 10 assists. And then we get to the third, the fourth quarter and Miami starts that 11-0 run. Now the lead's 9-10 points and he scores 12 points in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Hits every big shot to stop all of the runs to close things out. He's just going to keep doing that. No, yeah. Nobody has figured him out yet. No one has slowed him down for more than like a half a game at a time. And Eric Spolscher, we've said it since they beat the Celtics in game seven, is probably the best coach in the NBA right now. So he's going to have as many good ideas as anybody, but it also is about personnel. And there's only yes. so many things they can do to defend Jokic while not letting Murray get going and not leaving Gordon in a mismatch to just right. force his way to the rim and drop the ball through. There's just too many ways for the Nuggets and to beat them. And if Porter ever got hot from three, right? right. Exactly. 
Exactly. By the way, did you notice last night? Did you guys see the play? Uh, I guess it was probably early in the first half. The whole, you know, when you're up early, the blends together. When Bam's arm smacks Porter and he's laying on the ground, and they don't stop it, and the Heat get a bucket on the other end. Anybody remember that play last night? Might have been in the second quarter. Um, there was a point where they showed the replay. It was definitely not dirty, mm-hmm. but Porter laid there for a long time. Oh, I do remember it. Yes. You know, not for nothing. He couldn't get back and play defense. I'm not denying that Bam's arms are probably like cinder blocks and it hurt. But upon replay, I mean, dude, you got to get up and show some kind of effort getting back to him. He laid on the floor past the whistle, and then he's back out there no problem. When the NBA wants to talk about like punishing for flopping and all this stuff, I'm not saying it was a flop because I'm sure it hurt. But in an NBA Finals, dude, you got to get up and go back and play some defense and then come out of the game right after that. He laid there like, you know, basically he had been shot. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I feel it. Did that come up in a previous series, too? It was too much. You would have thought, I mean, honestly, you would have thought he got basically been put in a headlock and tackled. Right. He just got smacked with a forearm. Yeah. Although, again, I it, it is like a, by a seven-footer. Yeah, so I don't, and I'm sure I would have called out sick today if that had happened to me last night. At least night. today, I, I'm just saying I'm also not in the NBA. <laughs> I mean, you didn't come to you didn't come here physically last night because you were tired. Uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Show still went off without a hitch. I'm here today. It, it did. You're right. Um, and you know, rain delays didn't help. Now, all, and the other thing I wanted to mention too, uh, the rookie from Kansas, Brown, even though it yes, looks like Braun, I know when he came out. And he had the hustle moments in the first half, too. And he does that play where he slides on the floor. Did you hear Van Gundy? How funny was that last night? That uh, So he comes out, and there's a play where the ball gets loose, and there's a steal going down into, you know, Nuggets' offensive territory, Heat's territory. And Brown goes hustling down there, you know. And he looks like every kid in gym class, right? That, like, I have to do this all to make it work to keep up with the most talented players. And he dives on the floor, and he still can't corral the ball, and the ball goes out of bounds on him. And the crowd gets up and gives him a standing ovation because, you know, like any NBA crowd would do, they love the all hustle, the all heart play. And uh, Breen comments on the crowd, and, and Jackson goes, "That's what you want to see in the final, you know, all hustle, whatever." And Van Gundy goes, "I hate to be that guy, but there was just no reason for him to die." He goes, "Here's an idea. How about pick up the ball and lay it in?" And they start dying laughing on the set. And he goes, "I'm being serious, though. All you do is just..." pick up the ball and lay it and they show the replay and he probably could have just bent down and picked up but he, like he just laid out on the floor but again it just illustrates the point we've been making about Van Gundy he is so good such a heartwarming moment the crowd's going nuts for his effort and Van Gundy the coach is going that moment stunk you actually ruined it you cost your team it went out of bounds Van Gundy's phenomenal that it's you, you get 12 proposed rule changes per game and then <laughs> the yeah. other moments where he just hates the rules exactly that kid Christian Brown's gonna be good yeah and he was the what the 21st pick so he can shoot, and he's athletic as hell. Yeah, he just does not look like an NBA player when he's on the floor. He just looks corny. You know, uh, he looks like a you know kid from the cornfields in Nebraska. Yeah, it looks like Jokic is five of him. You know what I mean? He looks like Jock alone. Let's not honest. get crazy. No, come on. Yes, he does. I'm gonna go on a limb and say that he's probably six six. By the way, that's so offensive with Jock alone. I just act, I just called Brown corny, and then said he looks like Jock alone. I didn't mean it like that, Billy. I didn't mean it like that. That's all right. <laughs> Billy Christian, wasn't listening anyway. <laughs> I missed Brown, that, so I was. Christian Brown's probably 6'6", six, six, and he's chiseled. Right. If he's 6'6", six, six, he's the smallest 6'6 six, six I've ever seen in my life. All right. Well, even that's because everybody else is 6'8". Six, he's exactly 6'6". Six six. Yeah. And so he's from Burlington, he's, Kansas. Maybe he's 6'4", because yeah. they like to you know push up a little bit. 
but that's still How about not him? Billy. Sorry. By the way, he's probably going to get a national title ring and an NBA Finals ring in back-to-back years. Yeah, and playing a role in this. Like that's yeah. like he's not just hanging on. He's not sitting at the yeah. end of the bench being a cheerleader. Like he plays and contributes for them. That's cool. That's got to be a cool feeling. Uh, also, what's got to be a cool feeling is being right that Tom Brady is never coming back. Yesterday, Tom Brady joined our old CBS Sports Radio friend Robin Lundberg from Sports Illustrated and had this to say. I'm certain I'm not playing again, so I've tried to make that clear, and I, I hate to continue to profess that because I've already told people that uh, lots of times. But I'm looking forward to my my broadcasting job at Fox next year. Um, I'm looking forward to the opportunity ahead with the with the Raiders, and we're in the process of that, along with the other different things that I'm a part of professionally. I'm gonna need a better source on this story. Oh, you don't think Brady himself is a good source? No, I don't think so. So Tom Brady. I believe this all along. I think Tom Brady has some self-respect. As much as he might look like a mannequin, because even seeing him yesterday, it's actually kind of frightening. You ever see that? <sighs> there was that show with Paul Rudd, the cloning show. Did you see this? No. It might have been on um, Hulu or one of these shows. It's mm-hmm. like, it's a miniseries. Okay. Uh, and Paul Rudd is going through like the ruts of life, and he goes to a spa. Living with yourself? Living with yourself. And makes more Paul Rudds to he spread around? He doesn't know he's going to do oh, this. Oh, okay. Do you want me to ruin the plot for you? I'm not going to watch it, so right. feel free. So the show goes, Paul Rudd like, kind of has a wife. He's kind of going through the motions, hates life, and his friend at work recommends, hey, I feel rejuvenated. There's like a spa that costs like $10,000, but he said it'll change your life. And Paul Rudd like, cleans out his savings and goes there. As it turns out, all this spa is doing is cloning you, but, like, making a better version of you and killing the original you. Wow. So they bury you in, like, this field in the woods. One problem. They failed to kill Paul Rudd properly, and he, like, breaks out of his plastic bag on the ground, goes back home to find Paul Rudd hanging out with his wife. Yeah. And they both look at each other like, what is going on here? They end up going back to the spa, and they uncover, and they he basically they have to hide each other from the wife that there's two of them. It's a mini series called Living with Yourself. And it's and it's a non comedy. I've never seen Paul Rudd not being being funny. It's a being weird Paul Rudd. show. Now there's laughs. Right. I don't think it was supposed to be a pure comedy. If it was, Paul Rudd failed miserably. Okay. Uh, it was an interesting show to say the least. I would I would not call it one of the greatest shows I've ever seen, but uh-huh. it was an interesting show. All right. Uh, Paul Rudd, of course, of DA show lore because he cared about Pete the Body's car being destroyed. Yep. But I think that's how I found it. By the way. I was, like, doing more research on Paul Rudd after I was talking to him in the street. I was like, oh, what's this show? So, anyway, I say this because Brady looks like that. Brady looks like he cloned himself. Oh, and Brady's in the show. Really? Uh, he's one of the people. Brady kept cloning himself. Uh, all right. And he, uh, Paul Rudd asked him, he goes, you, you've been here before? And he goes six times, and he shows the rings. Like, that's how he kept getting younger. Ah. Uh, that's why I think it's in my head. But Brady looks like that version. I know. His face, his cheeks are, like, inside out. He's so, like, he looks weird. gaunt in the face. Forget Ryan Gosling. They should have just did Brady as Ken. As Ken, you're right. He looks so weird. That doesn't look natural. I actually don't think he looks good. I think I look more handsome than Tom Brady now because he looks so weird. No. Say that one more time. I believe I look more handsome than Tom Brady now because he looks so weird. You got that, Billy? Yes. But he says he's not coming back. I believe him. He wants to do other things. He wants to do ownership. He just I like you can't tell me secretly behind the scenes Tom's still not texting Giselle trying to figure this out. I think so. You think he wants back in? You I think do. He wants back. I think that's part of the reason that he's quote unquote retiring and also not starting the Fox broadcasting job. He's yeah. trying to save his marriage. He's trying to save his marriage, and now we'll never know all of the public texts. And maybe she's like Tom, leave me alone. So I don't know, but I, I think if he goes back to commits to playing now, I, I think that part of that is he's trying to show he's changed and he's different and he can move on with life. 
which is why 100% I do not think he's playing football again. And also, newsflash, he had moments last year. He looked really old a lot last year, including that playoff game. He did. And Tom Brady has to know that deep down. He's already beaten father time more than anybody else has. He doesn't need to keep doing this. And by the way, aren't we all ready to move on with our lives? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, but he didn't let us once. Tom Brady won a Super Bowl when I was a freshman in high school. Okay? I've already had a colonoscopy. I still haven't graduated anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that was easy. I'm serious. Think about it. I've already had the camera up the old toot. But that's, I was a that's, freshman. That's but, how long the career's gone. I think but that's, that's also that's a, your fault. Yeah, that's a you thing. <laughs> <laughs> Most people probably... Boogs, have you ever had one yet? Yeah, but I had a medical problem. Like, Sean had a thing to address. You know, that's not... A, it's not... At some point, it becomes a, a part of your yeah. medical routine. But we we jumped that because we had to. So that doesn't that doesn't play against Brady here. Like, Sean could have avoided the scope. I'm starting yeah. to think after the co-payment, I didn't have to either. But the, you know, neither here nor there. It's going to take someone dragging me there to, to get that done. It's actually quite pleasant, and they give you Teddy Grahams after. I wouldn't use the word pleasant, but I'll. But I will point out that you're asleep for the bad yeah. part, so yeah, you don't realize how bad it is. So what music. about it is pleasant? Uh, the Teddy Grahams, the sleep, the the comfort after. You do feel because that's a that's a real sleep. Any kind of anesthesia, you do come out of it eventually, like feeling strangely like revived, yeah, pepped up. Great. You feel great. No, you don't feel great the day before. Miralax. That's the terrible part. Because you're dumping everything out. Dumping it all out. Yep, as Pete would do. All right. 855-212-4227. Remember, at Mraz, CBS, at Andrew Bogus. We can get your Target Demo Fridays. Let's see what Emmanuel is cooked up next. It is his first ever stunned to a news. And I just sent it to him late, so he hasn't cooked up anything just yet, and it's my fault. Wait a minute, you're giving him the stun? Well, I have a lot of them. I have a lot of them backed up from oh, submissions, so I, I was offering like my buddy uh, an easy out. I got thrown into the fire when I did. Yeah, it. but you're not doing your. You, it wasn't your first shift. This is his first shift. I'm just no, making no, sure no, 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 it no, easier no. for him. That, that was, was Boyle's my, first. That was my first anchor shift. First anchor shift here at, at the was DA it? show. On DA show, yes. Well, I I apologize. Then I should have given you the same offer. Wow. I made it to Caserta this week as well because I just right. I have so many of them. Not a Fordham guy. I don't get lifelines. Is that, that is true. Maybe oh, that's what it is. So <laughs> subliminally. Wow. Talking about ramming it down your throat. There you go, Shawnee. Mm-hmm. It's the DA show on CBS Sports Radio. Give me, 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 give me that money. Give me that candy. Oh, I want the candy so bad. It's DA on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the DA show on CBS Sports Radio Target Demo Friday. Two weeks from today. We oil the boil. Zach Gell parks your car. Foxy plays some bagpipes. Badlands belches in my face. Katie Linendahl does Father Day gadgets. And you know what? I'm going to say it. It's not confirmed yet, but I think I can make it done. Paul Rudd shows up, and Pete gets to thank him in person. Imagine that. Imagine that would the be pop producing. from the crowd when Paul Rudd shows up. You'd have to drive. You would have to drive Paul Rudd there, right? That's at least an Uber to the whole yeah. to there. Pete should pick him up. Pete doesn't drive people. Yeah, that's true. Pete's not a chauffeur. So two weeks, man. Two weeks of today. And a reminder. <laughs> if 
Oh, wait, hold on. Imagine that, though. We do, like, let's say Pete agrees to drive Paul Rudd. I'm not driving Lisa Kudrow, too. But he shows up, and Paul Rudd doesn't understand what's happening. He gets in the backseat like it's Pete and Uber. Oh, be the best. <laughs> Pete would be so angry. It would be the best. It he would... thinks buddy comedy, the two in the front seat, road trip to Long Island, and Paul Rudd's getting into an Uber. Can we have an honest conversation about Bob's Bar for a second? Uh-oh. Yeah. I thought about this, and then I pulled back. Because I feel like it's going to be a long enough day on Friday, and I'm tired. I'm super excited to to be able to mingle and meet the listeners. It's always a cool part of the job. But I thought about yesterday in a moment of weakness saying, hey, anybody coming in from out of town, let's meet up at a bar on Thursday night. Let's all kind of hang out, have a couple drinks. I, I could be one with the people, one with the listeners. And then I said, do I want to do that? Because I'm sure, here's the other thing, the night before, I'm going to have to help out my parents. They're going to want the place tip-top, ready to go, right. all of that, plus normal show prep. Uh, last year, DA, myself, and Pete actually went out to dinner ahead of Bob's Bar. Ah, do we feel, because we think listeners are flying in obligated, where maybe somebody should be kind of, hey, you want to grab a couple drinks at a bar, everybody kind of gather the night before? I don't, how many people are actually traveling in the night That's before? The I don't know. I, and that's a, probably a problem because it's going to be my parents' house. I feel like a lot of people have talked a big game about coming. But that's still only like 10 people. It feels like a lot. But if you think about it, only— Yeah. I feel like you guys should have done an actual, like, legit RSVP if you're coming. I think so we, we can get I a think, head count. I think that happens next week. The official, like, hey, we need to know. Because you can't get the address unless you get the official RSVP. And plus, how many people— not, That's not actually a public bar. How many, like, show listeners were there last year? I think only like four, but you had a lot of locals. It was still a, a festive environment. It wasn't like Correct. four people were there. It was more friends and family than In total, listeners. it was like 25, 30 people. Might even argue maybe a little more. I, I would say 30 on the low end. Yeah. This I could see in the 50, 60 person range. Yeah. Because even I think there's more locals uh, stewing about this. Yeah. And now you're a candidate for Pulse of the People. I mean, your, your no stock is growing, Shawnee. Signs behind me. So no I, doubt. I do think uh, as like a side theory... Yeah. That um, the meetup could theoretically be our rain plan. Like, if the rain's oh, that bad, gotcha. do we say, all right, if the weather's crappy, all right, we're going to do the show, and you can come to the show if you want, but then we're also going to, like, pack up real quick and, like, go to, you can tell us where by, by Bob's oh, Bar. Gotcha. An okay. actual location where we Promise. can meet up to get out of the conditions. 10 a.m., that's a rough spot. Unless we're going to McDonald's. Oh, that is, that's right. It's going to be at 10 a.m. no matter what. I mean, it's diners and stuff. But then, you know, but then no. who's footing the bill for pancakes? Not me. No, not you. Not me. Not Pete. No, certainly not Pete. So, right, but you anyway. You pay for that gelb. Yeah, we're, it's a good point. Yeah. And you can drive everybody. So we're looking forward to just know um, there probably won't be anything the night before. So just there's plenty of stuff to do. <laughs> it's not as if you should fly in and go to Long Island and the only thing to do is go to Bob's Bar where only 40 people know exists. Right. You should definitely do other things while yeah. you're near New York City, maybe for the first time. Yeah. Go to New York City. Have a good time. Plenty of stuff on Long Island itself to do. And by the way, if you get a nice Thursday, you're in early. The beaches are right there. Beautiful. Put the chair down. Put your fanny in the seat. Have a good time. If you want to make a week vacation of it, guess what? The Saturday before, Belmont. You go see the horses run. Third leg of the Triple Crown. Jody okay. Mack might be there. Yeah. And down the stretch they <coughs> Sorry. That was my Jody impersonation. Oh. I kind of actually thought that was a real one. No. Now, Boyle, as far as being oiled goes, do you have a preference on oil, motor, or baby? <laughs> I definitely do <laughs> Canola? not want motor oil. <laughs> Vegetable? Canola would be fine. Yeah? What about baby oil? I guess that's fine as well. 
what about like time of show? You want early to you, so you can clean off? Do you want to have some fun first before you get away? I mean, we have the there. hose. We'll hose you off. I would. I would probably rather do it later in the show. Okay. Is there a chance if it's baby oil, there's some arousal by me? Yeah. Uh, I, I that absolutely depends on who's oiling me. Huh. Right. It's not the oil. It's the. Uh, the, it's the oily. The applicator. Okay. It's the Edmonton oiler. Mm-hmm. You never know. Baby oil sometimes. You know. Well, bro, I can guarantee you if I got uh, Badlands Booker <laughs> exactly. oiling me, <laughs> exactly. there's going to be reverse arousal. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. There would be a curling up. All right. Now, <laughs> Emmanuel Barbari is with us. Emmanuel, by the way, who's... Elevating his career to great lengths, he is now doing Yankees uh, pre- and post-game when Justin Shackle fills in for John Sterling, um, which means, Emmanuel, are you close to, like, coughing in Justin Shackle's face to try to get him sick so you can call Yankee games? Is that the route we're going to go? I don't understand it's not how your mind table. operates. Yeah, but You didn't say no. He didn't say no. If that were to happen, like, if I, <laughs> if I was so you ridiculous are, you enough to next. cough in his face... I feel like I'd be an emergency option. Right. It's like president, <laughs> vice president, and then speaker of the house. Yeah, the house it's like, okay. you know, how yeah, speaker of the house is third in the line of yeah. succession and secretary of state and so on. Right. Uh, I'm in the line of succession, okay. I think, but. We got a couple Yankee Red Sox series coming up. Emmanuel doing a lot of bus throwing. It does take a lot for the, for it to get to me, though, when you think of it. It's like. I you mean, need multiple you're people a lot to be closer sick. than some people, Emmanuel. If there's a shackle scandal all of a sudden, if he's got some skeletons in his yeah. closet, you know who let the let the hints out to the media. It's Emmanuel. Who's the leak? <laughs> Emmanuel in the 17 shackle pumps what? in his coffee. Yep. <laughs> very interesting. So you could be talking. I say this very seriously at 855-2124-CBS here on June 2nd, 2023. The voice you hear that is going to come up with a stun to a news could very well be calling a Major League Baseball game, I would think, in the next 10 years. Fair? Let's make Emmanuel comfortable. I mean, 10 years is a big time frame. I would say well, I'm giving season. you a, I'm giving you a wide gap. I'm giving you not 10 years. Oh, yeah, but I, but you I think You think you're calling a Major League game in the next 10 years? I would hope in the next 10 years. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, it's plausible right now. That's well, a big deal. He's, he's sitting here with us. Yeah. Like mere peasants. You're not peasants. Thank you, Emmanuel. I'm also the pulse of the people. You're nominee I know, that's, a, people. Nominee. that's yeah. a bigger accomplishment than calling a big Thank league you. game. Thank you. Why are you doing this? No big deal. You laugh at the pun. Now you're playing in the pulse of the people. So for those who don't know, because we're not on stream, I do have the pulse of the people sign behind me. I guess I'll bring it back for Monday, right, for when we're on the stream. Please. Uh, and then we could discuss. Right. Can't All stress right. enough that you put it there as well. Yeah. I, don't so think there's, I don't think there's a stream on Monday. What? Are you serious? I think Cap is off until Tuesday. What? Kaplan's I, taking the extra dance how much he can't stand me in oh, Bogus? Oh, no, you know what it is? If he's using paternity leave, it's got to be a full week, and Monday was a company holiday, so he's technically off uh, Tuesday to Tuesday. I mean, All right. I mean, come on. I'm insulted now. I am too. All right. Well, then guess what? I'm doing the show naked. Emmanuel, what do we got? What do we got? Shake up dinner time with HelloFresh with 40 <laughs> weekly recipe options. There's always something new to try. Get 16 free meals plus free shipping with code SKATE16 at HelloFresh.com slash SKATE16. It's kind of incredible how passive Nikola Jokic can be and still wind up with 27 points, 14 assists, and 10 rebounds in his finals debut. That's the beauty of Nikola. You know, I mean, I I learned a long time ago the defense tells you what to do, and Nikola never forces it. 
And so if, if they're going to give him that kind of attention, he had 10 assists at halftime, I believe. Um, well, he's going to just pick you apart. And now it's up to the other guys to step in and make shots. That's Nuggets head coach Michael Malone. I, I believe he was one rebound shy of the triple-double ahead of the fourth quarter. So yes, almost had, had the triple-double in, in three quarters. So uh, Michael Malone was on point about the stats there. And he watched his team pretty easily dispatch of the Heat 104-93 in well, game one. You know, something else we didn't bring up? I'm curious your guys' thoughts. Some people belly aching about this. Did you guys have a big issue with one of the teams not wearing white? No. My bigger issue is I don't like those Nugget uniforms. I agree. I felt this way about the Raptors, by the way. And the Raptors won the title. I think the biggest problem is the Raptors, for their uniform history, end up now immortalizing their championship in their ugliest or, like, the worst, most bland form of uniform. Yes. And I kind of feel like that's about to happen with the Nuggets here. No, I don't even think it's the Nuggets uniforms. I think the Heat wear too dark of a red. Perhaps, but It doesn't mesh well with what I'm seeing. Here's the problem. The when screen. the Jets and Bills played that famous Thursday night color rush game that everybody had a problem with, yeah. the colors themselves, if I remember correctly, whatever they were... It was green and red, so colorblind people were seeing the same color. Because of the way that those colors operate. Last night, I made a point. I have two colorblind people that I know. Okay? Actually, I have a third that I didn't hit up. Two people that I know that I reached out to. I said, I just want to make sure I have this take right because I saw people tweeting about it. They said no issue with the blue and the red. There was no it's issue. It's green, green and red. Green and red is the problem. So that was not a colorblind thing. So to me, I, I need, a, I need a, a team wearing white. I don't think I need that. I think it was fine. Yeah. But to Manuel's point, I, the dark red is a little eh. When now, when you're talking about the history of the Nuggets, I mean, they used to be like the, the powder blue and gold. So this is, they've taken on a new kind of color scheme. So yeah. I, I like those jerseys, the mile high ones. I don't know. It's almost like I, they're, they're actually, I bet you DA loves them. But uh, no, DA wants them to wear, in fact, he posted about this last night. He wants he? throwbacks. He, he wants the like the Skyline Denver oh, logo those, they used to oh, have. ugly ones. But the, to me, the best of their bunch now is they have navy ones that say Denver and yellow. And I'm just reading now. They're going to wear those in games two and four. Okay. So the ones they wore last night are for one and three. Yeah, like the ones they wore last night are for Christmas Day. Like You should not be wearing them in the NBA Finals. Yeah. Right. Now, let's say I was watching a game not in my living room, but my kitchen, like way back behind the living room. Okay. I wouldn't tell who has the ball. Emmanuel, I would not admit that on air if you're trying to get a Yankee job here. I mean, how are you going to judge a fly ball if you couldn't tell that from your kitchen? Well, as we've heard on the show, but the fly ball look, judgment not required for Yankee broadcast. Like a fly, a fly ball. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. And there are a lot of different ways to judge a fly ball, but like from my kitchen, the players look like, you know, amateurs. I, I guess. I mean, I would I would argue get a bigger TV or a kitchen closer. <laughs> or, or, <laughs> or put a TV in your kitchen. Or see your eye doctor. Yeah. Because I thought my TV sucked. Turns out I needed glasses. Yeah. Now my TV's beautiful. <laughs> well, he does have glasses. I, I do know, have but glasses. Yeah. You might need more, bigger, thicker. I'm starting to I'm upgrading the prescription every year. There you go. Got to judge those, uh, those oh, fly I, balls. I, I don't think Emmanuel's making baseball until he's 50 here at this point. Mm, I am oh, very yeah. nervous about his future. Well, we got, well, we got to downgrade a, the timeline. Get a total 180. I did. Because he has a kitchen TV that's too small? <laughs> yeah, just based on, based on my TV, we're going from within 10 years to 50 years. But Emmanuel couldn't tell who had the bowl for two minutes while he heated up a Hot Pocket. That was the big issue last night. <laughs> I was just listening. That, that's the benefit of having having the call on your TV. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. All right. Well, five and double figures for Denver. <laughs> Jamal Murray, 26 points, 10 assists in his finals debut. Well, that's just the way he plays the game. If the teams are rolling, I mean, that's just how you play basketball. If, if everybody else is scoring, then there's no need to force it. Um, you know, he's a great passer, great at facilitating. Um, they're digging, they're doubling, they're, they're trying not to let him score. So he's just playing the game and other guys are playing well. 
that's just the way he plays, you know. Um, just let the game kind of come to him. That, of course, on Jokic's passiveness early on. Bam, Bam Adebayo with 26-13 and 13 for Miami in the loss. Jimmy Butler only 13, and he took note of the Heat only taking two free throws in the game, fewest ever in an NBA playoff game. What needs to go differently? Putting pressure on the rim, um, getting layups, getting to the free throw line. Uh, you know, when, when you look at it during the game, they all look like the right shots, and I'm not saying that we can't as a team make those, but got to get more layups, got to get more free throws. A couple of other NBA notes. Celtics president Brad Stevens called Joe Missoula, quote, a terrific leader and said he'll oh. stay on as head coach next mm-hmm. year. So Missoula will be back. A leader. I know a, a thing leader. that. And, and says he learns, he grows, he he's accountable. So he likes all of those things. Commissioner yes. Adam Silver waiting until after the finals to release the additional findings from the investigation into Grizzly superstar John ja Morant. Baseball, Red Sox six runs in the bottom of the eighth, beat the Reds 8-2. Chris Sale out after three and two-thirds with a left shoulder soreness. The Astros topped the Angels 5-2. Alex Bregman, the go-ahead hit, hitting 339, 13 RBIs in his last 15 games. Angels manager Phil Nevin was ejected in this game, arguing an egregious 3-2 pitch. A strike three on Taylor Ward with the bases loaded, down by two in the sixth inning. And have you guys seen uh, Ben Joyce pitch? Yes. I was pitching college, too. Yeah, so he's a rookie Smoke. reliever. It just got promoted from double A, and he went viral last May throwing a 106-mile-an-hour pitch at Tennessee. Yes. So that, yeah, this was the kid that went wild last year. And, right. And look, the hot. I know it's not the same velocity, but his trajectory is similar to K-Rod. Remember when K-Rod came up, how big a deal that was? Right. Yeah. Because it took old, one year. you guys? Nobody remember K-Rod? Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. What are you yeah. talking about? Had that, like, what, 60-save season? Calm down, Pat. Yes, yes. And, and you he guys went, remember K-Rod? Well, because I said it. Everybody's like, ah? Well, wasn't that like a profound comp? Like, right. Did it resonate? All I know is when I look around and I make a take, and Billy's the only one nodding his head, I think I got an issue here. I mean, jeez. Thank and you, he's not even listening. We actually heard it. <laughs> Billy just, <laughs> Billy just had an even better reaction. Just points at me. But... <laughs> he doesn't even have headphones. I think I'm declaring this. I don't want feedback. What do you got? You talk trajectory, yeah. though. Joyce started double-A <laughs> this year and then stayed in double-A, then got promoted directly to the big leagues. And last night in the seventh inning, Altuve, Jordan Alvarez had, had no chance. It was like 103 wow. directly by them. So Ben Joyce is something for the Angels. You think Angel fans are rejoicing? I was told not to react to that. Thank you. Twins rallied for three, bottom of the eighth to tie it, then walked off the Guardians 7-6. Willie Castro, a sacrifice fly to win it. The top prospect in baseball, Jordan Walker, is set to rejoin the Cardinals today. He had a month at AAA Louisville reworking his swing. He actually had a 12-game hit streak to start his career at 20 years old. Wow. But he was demoted in late April because the Cardinals wanted him to work on his launch angle. He was grounding out too much. So they said, go down to AAA, spend a month there, now you're back up. College football note, the SEC won't be moving to a nine-game conference schedule. It'll be uh, moving ahead with divisions, though, in 2024 when Texas and Oklahoma join the league. There'll be a temporary eight-game Conference schedule. It's the right way to do it. Wait, they're moving away from divisions. Away from yes. divisions. It's the right in way 2024. To do it. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Because uh, no, I, mean, I don't think it's ridiculous. Well, most of the time we get a good SEC championship, but there's a couple years where, I mean, you could go. You yeah, know, but, if Alabama coughs up a couple games, and then you get a team that isn't good enough, and then they just get pounded by like Georgia. Yeah, I, I agree. But now you could get, like, in theory. Like LSU this past L- year. Right. LSU-Bama, though, could be an SEC champ if Georgia falls right. off. I think this fixes what you're what you're bothered yeah. by. Florida it, it could, does. in theory, play Georgia when Saban retires in an SEC championship right. yes. game. Yeah, no, this is how it should be. Yes. 
Okay. And it's time to be stunned to a news. It doesn't take much to surprise this bouncing baby boy. This is honestly the most stunned I have ever been on the show to a news. The DA show is stunned to a news. All right, so a government official in India has been suspended from his job after he ordered a water reservoir to be completely drained out so he could retrieve his smartphone. So he had dropped it in the reservoir... (laughs) taking a selfie and he wanted the entire thing drained out to retrieve the phone now he first asked local divers to jump into the reservoir to find the phone and said it had sensitive government data on it so that's why he's going to these measures right but after those efforts failed he asked for the reservoir to be emptied using diesel pumps so the next three days more than two million liters of water two million were pumped out of this reservoir and that's enough to irrigate like 1,500 acres of land in oh, India. And, and no. we know they have hot summers, so you're costing the, the citizens of India here. Uh, the smartphone was eventually retrieved, but it wouldn't even boot back up. Yeah, so the divers, the, the, the diesel pumps, Put it in no, rice. none of this worked, <laughs> and the smartphone was dead, and the government official is now suspended from his job. He should be suspicious. ridiculous. Go get a new phone. I look at this as a blessing. All right, whatever. I've lost... Like, what was so important? Pictures he had to have on there? He's taking stupid selfies around there? World back secrets. It up, back it up to the cloud. Yeah. Government I, data. I mean, I'm going to be due for a new phone here for sure. I can only charge it on a certain angle. <laughs> but, like, if I lose something, I lose something in there. Like, if I lose Pat Boyle's number, I lose Pat Boyle's number. My theory, he, he's a corrupt government official. He has something there where he was just a little worried if somebody else finds this, my, uh, my career is done anyway. But now his career is done. Mm. So he got what get he worried about. Too, huh? You're going to grab his phone and see what's on there? <laughs> <laughs> so this, this dude apparently sat there, like, on the shore of the reservoir underneath an umbrella and watched the water again dumped out. So that, I think... Emmanuel it sounds like a something. like with the Sopranos guys sitting yeah. at the, the no-show yeah. job the no-show. in the parking lot while construction's happening. Got four no-shows, five no-works. Unbelievable. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, honestly, you got to be a real loser to care about your phone that much. You got no pun for this one? Uh, was he a reservoir dog? That mm. put you on the spot. Huh? Tough to know. find a pun for reservoir. Yeah. yeah. Hurting yeah. the planet. He's really draining the swamp. All right. Okay. Oh, there you go. All right, that's something. Now they're draining the swamp of, of him. They're, they're getting yeah, him out of there. True. Yeah, that's Emmanuel, leave the punch to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Stick to play-by-play. Play. All right. When we come back, can you sue a team over if a souvenir leads to blindness? It's that kind of Friday on the DA Show at CBS Sports Radio. DA show, Mr. Mandaloria. Mr. Mandaloria. Mr. Mandaloria. Yeah. DA, 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 DA. It's DA on CBS Sports Radio. It is the DA show on CBS Sports Radio. Tony Vin GB tweets in I absolutely love the show and listen every day, but Mraz, please stop mimicking DA's open. It doesn't work coming from you, and your stick can stand on its own feet. Happy Friday. So, Tony, I'm glad you tweeted this in. So, what he's talking about is when I come out and I, you know, Kalamazoo to Waterloo and then, like, the certain, you know, how you feeling, all that stuff, right? I, on the very hardcore surface, agree with you, right? Like, I think everybody should have their own shtick. Here's the problem. 
The DA show is such a unique show that there are certain things that are tidied up and just so to kind of teach how the sausage is made. There are certain drops you hear that Billy Jock alone will play out of an open. You feel good and doing well and all this other stuff that Pete the Body has played in the past. There are certain cue words to cue our audio engineers to play these things so the show sounds like the show. Because of that, DA shows opens, the actual like music beds you hear and those drops that get played are banked into certain words he says, which is why I am also saying those because that's how the opens are kind of built around. They're not very generic. So that is why that happens, Tony. But at the service, you're right. Yeah, sure. My own shtick coming out, that'd be great. But it's just important to have the show sound like the show out of the open. So, yes, I understand that I'm doing DA's bit, but it's just the way our show is structured. Is that a fair explanation? It is. Oh. It is. Hey, how are you doing? Um, but I would be on team Tony here, not because of your shtick, but because of my shtick. I don't know all of those things still. I don't like doing a DA impersonation. So I would like the freedom to do things a little yeah. differently um, just so I don't mess up the mothership. Because and I do see, feel a lot of pressure. Like I listen back to Do you? Yeah, because I just I don't I don't trust myself to get the the like actual mechanics correct. And I wow. don't want to mess it up. I'm afraid of because if I mess it up, that becomes a drop, that becomes a side C punishment. Jeez. Oh, yeah. See, and that's on the opposite. If I mess something up, I don't care. Well, I don't know if I'm messing up like when you said it was Monday, not Tuesday. I mean like missing a cue and then Billy or whoever plays something or doesn't play something and where was that? How come you missed it? How do you not know it by now? <laughs> That's the heat I don't want. Okay. All right. I mean, maybe I'm just, I have it in second gear when it hasn't been your time, your week, your year, or even your year. That's almost the worst. I'll song. be there for you. <laughs> <laughs> Was that Bon Jovi in the background singing? Who was that? Oh, oh, you guys caught Wall on the mic? Yeah. 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 <laughs> By the way, nothing new. We've caught Wall on the mic all week. All right, so last night, or uh, um, yesterday, story services, a man who attended a Los Angeles Angels game in Anaheim last year is suing the team and outfielder Juan Lagares, who I can't believe was still playing last year. Yeah. After being blinded in the left eye by a baseball that Lagaris allegedly threw into the stands randomly at a high velocity. The lawsuit filed this week seeks unspecified monetary damages. MLB ticket terms say the ticket holder acknowledges and assumes all risks and dangers associated with being a spectator before, during, and after a baseball game, including warm-ups, practices, pre-game, post-game, and between-inning activities, promotions, and competitions. Okay. I don't think you could sue here. Number one... Juan Lagares, we've all been at baseball. I'm sorry, maybe you haven't been to a baseball game, but if you've been to a major league baseball game, in between innings, pregame, it it this is where the Schwartzes make their money. Baseball <laughs> just come flying. They do. So in between innings, every outfielder infield, they do like their little warm-ups. And guess what they do? They have good fan relations. They they launch balls or loft balls, depending on where you are, into the stands. You fought, catch a ball, a kid gets one, somebody goes home with a souvenir. It's actually one of the really unique, cool things about baseball. A foul ball drills you in the head, that's that's a shame. If Juan Lagares throws the ball from the outfield to try to give it to a fan and it hits you hard enough in the face that you're blind, you aren't paying attention. Or it's just extremely bad luck and you should not sue. You should be able to, even if it hurts your hand, swat a ball away from your hand. It's not a screaming line drive you can't react to. 
There's no way Juan Lagares launches a ball that you were you had no time to react to unless you just simply were not paying attention, folks. I I guess, but I've also had the thought watching guys do like there's a lot of trust on the back end of that throw. Because it used to, this used to be like first row kid rolling over the top of the yeah. dugout, and now like outfielders like Lagares, I'm assuming, make a catch, turn around, and heave it into the stands. Yeah, but they're not throwing it like a heat sinking missile. They heave it. I'm no, sure, but it's still got some just by gravity. It has some yeah. heft to it. Now I don't think the guy should sue, but I also think that guys should probably be more careful firing the ball into the stands. Maybe now if you told me a guy broke his hand trying to catch a ball barehanded, maybe I'd be more to believe it. If it hits you in the face, blinding you. I mean, unless you're you sitting weak first eyes, row. is that your argument? I here? know. I just think that you're not paying attention. You didn't swat it away from your face. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.